Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. Plethora is the word. A plethora of sporting information about to come out of the sports desk where Louis Herman sits poised with just an encyclopedia full of news for us. Well, there's a lot, Smithy. I don't usually get to work Mondays. Usually Mondays, my Monday routine is sleep in, coffee. Um, if I'm lucky, I, I get one in bed before Shannon goes to do an honest day's work. And uh, then I'll, I'll flick on the, um, the last of maybe the Premier League, then I'll flick on the NFL, and then I won't leave the couch for the rest of the day. And I might do a little bit of form and then start to plan the show in the afternoon. So this is a, a rare chance for me to be able to unload on the weekend that was. And there was a lot, wasn't there, mate? There was a lot, actually, right across the board, and uh, I know that you're pretty keen to tell us about the thrilling finish, was it, in the sailing? It was extraordinary. Like, literally extraordinary. You just don't see it. So Canada and Australia in Dubai in the Sail GP are duking it out in the final. Only three, three boats go into the final, right? So you do the first day and then a little bit more on the second day. Three boats in the final in this fleet racing setup. Canada and Australia are duking it out. Meanwhile, and these are on the big wings, the ones that we, we've just um, we, our collapsed only a couple of regattas ago. So they're already probably a bit anxious about that, hoping that it holds up. Obviously, they, they did all the testing like they're going to have to do with those Trentham gates, lol. Um, and so Canada and Australia are duking it out. Here comes Pete Burling and the crew. They are just humming and they're taking the other line they're taking the underline they're coming in so there's one last marker they got to get around and then the finish line is right there in front of on the shore in front of the spectators and the teams and we had priority so we had the line that had priority coming from under and we i don't think the others knew that we were going to get there in time canada and australia are, are kind of coming down if you can imagine down at the marker we're coming kind of up towards the marker they have to give way to us they kind of don't they don't crash. Everyone comes off the foils as they go around the marker. Technically, Canada goes over the finish line first, but there's no way they were allowed to be there. Then we've gone over. Australia's right there. Everybody's looking around at each other. Nobody knows who wins because no, nobody knows what sort of penalties are going to be dished out, but it's very quickly realised that New Zealand was the team that had right of way. It was outrageous. You've got to go and see it. You've got to go and get the footage mm-hmm. of it on the Sail GP social media channels, and I think they have it on replays on three now. Um, usually before the news, so or TV three before the news, so it, it was as good. I mean, this is what this is what fleet sailing's got to all be about. These big boats flying at each other, dangerous. F one on water for the one of the first times, it absolutely looked like it. It was amazing. Now, extreme as it, that was, you're a fan of Zoe Sadowski, said it, are you not? Yes. Well, wouldn't you be? She's amazing. Absolutely. She is. She is, she is again, literally, and I use that word literally, one of our brightest and most accomplished talents at the age of, what is she, 22, something like that? Uh, maybe not even that. Well, she has continued her dominance in women's snowboarding. She has won the FIS Snowboard Big Air World Cup in Edmonton, Edmonton Canada. So another World Cup win. Um, she pulled off a trick in comp that she I don't think she has done before. It's the first comp of the season. So to come just straight in and to nail it um, is, is quite incredible. Now, she has, I'm just trying to find her finals run. She has, 
podiumed. I want to get this right because this is actually amazing. When you when you talk about Kiwi talent, sporting talents on the world stage, um, she has. Do 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 do. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I've lost it, Smithy. Um, she's essentially made a podium, and I think it's like a historic run of uh, World Cups or, or podiums where she's she's got, and it's quite. Inc- oh, here we go. Today's result continues. Zoe Sadowski sent this incredible podium streak. Apologies for that. Uh, which has seen her finish on the podium at every event she has dropped into for the past three seasons. Every event she has dropped into for the past three seasons, she has ended up on the podium. That goes through the 2022 um, snowboard slope style um, Olympics title that she won. All of these big air podiums, Olympic big air and X Games big air gold medal in 2022. So we're talking the absolute pinnacle. She can't miss a podium. That level of consistency in a sport where you're redlining like that and the margin for error is that small, it's, it's extraordinary. It's staggering. Brilliant. Absolutely. Uh, she, is, she is staggering, just by the by. She is absolutely staggering. Uh, can I read something out to you, Louis, and see if you like this? This is part of Please. the sports desk. Tell okay, me, tell starting me. gates. Starting gates. This is from Dave. I'm not surprised oh, no. you by found what this happened text. today. Oh, no. Not at all. Having worked on them for nearly 20 years, I've nearly seen it all, and I, nearly, I say nearly because something new will throw you a curveball. First things first, you all do realise that in Australia they stopped using these add-ons years ago. Flemington have a set of 24, Melbourne Cup and all the major straight race sprints are run out of them as well as two or three different size, maybe 12, 14, 16, 18. They invested in proper machines. Randwick and Rosehill have three or four sets uh, used any given race day. I think Randwick will run 20 in the Doncaster Mile. A uh, point I'm making, nobody asks the right questions of the right people. We in the north had a similar problem with Tarapa's gates one day, put them adjacent to each other, connected the cord between sets, tested them prior to the race, worked fine. Loaded the field, started, pressed the uh, the button, outside of the four gates, failed to open. Uh, granted, only one horse in them, subsequently late scratched in a 65, rating 65, 1600. No great harm done, I guess. But upon testing the gates post-race twice, same thing, outside sets didn't open. You see what I mean? I find myself looking across to the add-on set every single time we use them, waiting for that day. The solution to this is to supply with a so-called windfall from Entain supply courses the best gates available, steer line, and to what suits uh, the, the tracks with the starting limits they have. I'm talking Pukakui, Tiharoha, Matamata all can run 16 races easily. Given that, Ruakaka, Avondale, Ellerslie and Tarapa have their own, definitely need to get rid of their add-ons and house them properly so they'll last 20 plus years. Believe me, the steel line product is the best. There will always be a need for transportable sets for the likes of Topo, Rotorua, Tauranga and Waipa. In Cambridge, if you are serious about limiting the damage to racing, that's the place to start. And I feel for the guys in the CD, but that's what can happen. Dave, thank you. Obviously, it took you a long, long time to sit down and nut that out for us. Uh, but, Louis, a um, lot of good stuff in there. Dave's seen it happen. Seen it happen. And as he said, I look across at those add-ons just waiting for it to happen.
Terrifying. I mean, what are the, 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 those people, the barrier attendants, are in such a compromised position <laughs> with these half-ton animals, sometimes not cooperating. For that to, for that to be an extra extra added level of anxiety, uh, yeah, mm. crazy. So, I mean, the, the solution's there. Invest. We've got this money. Invest. And, and Smithy, on the racing, investing in New Zealand racehorses, this is what frustrates me, right? We are producing the best racehorses in the world. Lucky Swainess in the Hong Kong sprint last night. Zach Purden, just way too good. Way too quick for them. Uh, Jamie Richards, by the way, Wellington, uh, he trained the, the Wellington. He ran third. So a very, very good effort by Jamie to get him to uh, run third behind Lucky Swainess. James McDonald, our horse people, they're like the people at the barriers, our jockeys, our trainers, world class. James McDonald, romantic warrior, they won the Cox Plate. Well, they backed it up in the Hong Kong Cup. You think J-Mac was happy about it, Brian? Yes! <laughs> I got you! <laughs> Just playing up the Hong Kong crowd. Brian, can we have that one more time? J-Max on Romantics Warriors back, coming back to scale. They stick a microphone in his face. What does he do, the showman? Yes! <laughs> I can hear you! <laughs> uh, he is the best, isn't he? And it's brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. Success. Success for James McDonald in Hong Kong. And Dave... Uh, I really do uh, appreciate that text. That is a lot of work put in just to better explain the situation, but I think we're all on the same wavelength here. Uh, and now it's 11.30 here on SENZ. Uh, 0800, please. 0800 150 Won't quite win as much as James McDonald did in Hong Kong, but you can win some wonderful Castles Lager. dozen bottles, in effect, anyway. A dozen bottles. And, and that is... Um, up for grabs now. Up for grabs now. 0800 150 Get on the phone. Uh, Brian's waiting for you. Louis going to be the question questionnaire, and uh, I'll do my best to make sure that you get it. It's as simple as that. They are the rules. We'll be back soon.